Hello, this is episode 280 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Rani. So this is an intro to series 6 of the podcast. It's going to be about current blocks to growth in humanity. And there's an aspect of working with all of the levels. I'm going to explain what I mean by levels in a minute. This is going to be a long podcast, but it's an intro to a whole series. The timing is interesting here too, as this week marks a quarter of a century since I went to Galway University, and I've been asking myself if I learned enough. So I gave myself a week off to think about this, to think my way to the other side. I was all set to do a rant on the COVID conspiracy theories, which a small portion of that will feature. I like to look for the root causes and things, rather than just rant about them. I do feel there's a reason I've had, I think, five variants of COVID. I think it's for me to really understand what it's doing to humanity. There are massive cognitive and emotional side effects. And I worry as younger and younger people are targeted by the virus, that we don't fully understand this. And you think, I wasn't being careful, but everyone who knows me says the same phrase, I can't believe you've got it, you've been so careful. So short of this space food, or never leaving my home, or the people I live with never leaving, this is where I'm at. And I'm not giving medical advice, but a game changer for me has been sticking my head over a sinus steamer every time I have contact or leave my home. It's become a requirement of living here to head steam and we may get to the point where there's an announcement upon arrival at the gap you must head steam before entry but this series of podcasts is going to be about a challenge that's been lurking for a while and I've had a lot of deep conversations this week to help me so I stripped out my life until I got to what's been confusing me I hold so many people in so many different ways in so many time zones It can be difficult to discern sometimes what's dragging down my energy. And I need an amazing self-care routine to navigate this. And if COVID has taught me anything, it's how well I manage having an autoimmune condition. I have repaired my mind, body and emotional well-being multiple times since February 2019. And I may talk about some of that self-care. I've been reluctant to because... You have to put in a medical disclaimer every time. Like This is not a replacement for you seeking medical advice. And so I think I've kind of sat on the fence with it. But for a while now, I've been working with people on many different levels. So let me explain what I mean by levels. It's vital for a mentor, a teacher, a developer, whatever label you want to use, that you're ahead of the people you're working with. And by ahead, I don't mean better. I mean that you've been through the experience required to help others navigate it. You have to keep growing yourself. I never thought I'd see the benefits to surviving a PhD, but it's given me a whole skill set I take for granted, and I'm starting to see lacking in others now, because they just haven't experienced it. People are fundamentally a bit lazy. They don't really want to do self-work. They'd like someone to give them the answers. And maybe as you go through the levels of development, that's what changes. That need that people don't give you the answers. And maybe as a mentor, 
one of the aspects is knowing when to pull back and to push people a little bit to look for their own answers on their own journey. But an awful lot of people don't really want to build their own core. And some personalities actually go through all the stages of development and others don't. And this is a piece of research I will never publish because I want everyone to have the option to fully grow and to, for everything to be fully possible. But I know in my heart when I work with people that some people only ever work for their own bank balance, for their own family's entitlement, while others will work for humanity. I now attract far more people who want to work for humanity. It's the same as I don't attract parents who just want an A for their child. I can get anyone an A, but that's never been the point. And they don't fill out the form on my website anymore. It was one of the reasons I transitioned from having the school, because I was just being used by a cohort of people to just get good results. And those good results didn't necessarily align with what was best for their child. And so I transitioned out of being used for that purpose. So people who just want to make money don't fill out the form either. Everyone who contacts me now contacts me for growth. And they mostly contact me for growth beyond themselves. So what is my struggle? It's fine to work with people on many different levels simultaneously. I did wonder if that was part of my confusion. But basically, as you go through life, there are different reasons why you achieve and there's different reasons for you being part of humanity and different ways that you engage on a much deeper level with people and that you don't realize. And one of the aspects of energy that I'll never understand in humanity is how some people can make so much money, draw it to them and not give back. This makes no sense to me and, and it never will. I know the money is for power and what they're really attracting to them is power, but I don't understand why the universe allows this to happen. I don't think I ever will. But as we go through these stages of development, of, of living and of being here for a different purpose and a different, deeper reason, there are, two, there are two examples I'm going to link in the description, two different ways to view this. One I've spoken in the past, which is Carl Jung, Four Stages of Life. And the second is actually a Buddhist system of the five ranks. And I sent the Buddhist outline to someone, and they didn't have a clue what I was talking about. And I realized I understand this on a soul level, and it's been part of my work since I started this school. It's been a pretty fundamental aspect of how I work with people. And so maybe my mission in this podcast series is to bring that to you on a more practical level and to translate it in a way that you do understand what it means. So my struggle is that I've been giving myself a hard time recently for trying to hold people on lots of different levels on those different four stages of life, if you like. And they all enter the podcast in different places. They all enter my writing in different places. Some stay, some drop away for a while, most return. Some go off and stay on their level, which is fine. And some are trying to progress beyond where they're at. And I'm trying to write a book, which I'm currently 
holding so many people that are the outcomes and the reactions for humanity in what I'm trying to write. And I'm slowed under navigating that with people so much that I can't write it yet, which is also fine and I need to give myself a break because all of my writing, if you like, is being pre-road tested. And so I can't write it until I've had the results. But I also have people, I realise, that are stuck between the, the levels of three and five, depending on which system you look at. And they're not really growing, they're looping. And that's what's been dragging my energy down. It's not the multiple levels or the unfinished results. It's the people who are stuck and who can't go to a level of independence that I actually navigated purely for myself, by myself. I've never really felt part of this world. I've never really cared about that. I just joke about it. I live off-grid with a close circle of people, and yet I'm, I make myself available to everybody to support them, which I think is really important. And it's one of the aspects that I don't like about a lot of people who view themselves as enlightened or developed or whatever language you want to put to that. Because, yes, they live off-grid in order to have really good self-care, but they also don't make themselves available to people and they're not plugged into what's happening for humanity. So I don't really feel that they have managed to navigate all the levels because it's a really important point that you need to understand what's happening, take it in, make it separate from yourself, but also process it and hold it and ground it and help people. So when I was in my 30s, I found it very odd to work with people who were almost 60 who hadn't figured out who they were yet. And I just sort of joke that the knowledge is not really mine because I don't really know how I have it, and they don't. But I'm beginning to see that the skills of my PhD mean that I can critically navigate to new levels of development. And I may even decide that there are more than four or five, partly because I can't believe that I've stopped fully growing. I always think there's more for me to learn. I think the gaps are too far apart for the stages. If they were stepping stones, you wouldn't make it across a pond, never mind a turbulent river. And maybe if I join these steps for you, it will give this self-path more secureness, and that more people will be able to stay with the work through all of the levels. Because I'm a bit distressed with humanity at the moment that it still has to take what it needs and drop off approach to living. So in the same way as I embark on every series with a purpose, with a sense of what I want to reach and what I want to impart back to you, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. But I have no doubt that it will unfold with thought, with an openness to the right conversations, with picking up the books I'm drawn to, such as The Infinite Mirror, which I'll list in the description. So in a nutshell for me, the people who are sharing the conspiracy theories are also lacking all of these skills. They are self-motivated rather than humanity-based. They have by no means attained all of the levels of development or height or enlightenment, whatever language you want to put to that. And what I'm most struggling with is that they're presenting themselves as awakened. And there's another really big issue for me in that 
They want to be teachers on a pedestal. They want to stay beyond, as in being better. And they don't want you to grow. And they certainly don't want you to grow beyond them. So there's a holding pattern. And in fact, I think for some people I work with, the more exposure they've had to that world, the harder they find it to gain independence. And I realize that one of the reasons I've been struggling and I see what's been dragging me down energy-wise, is that every, at every level of development, there are obstacles, there are barricades in place preventing people from growing. And in an odd way, I think these barricades have got bigger during COVID, but I know that they weren't built then. I think it's just got to a crescendo point. I saw a lot of aspects that were being implemented for younger people in Ireland back in 2009 to 2013. But now we're seeing the full impacts of those barricades in place, which are preventing people from going to somewhere better. And there's a sense for so many people at every level of this, of not fitting into something, of not fitting into some constraint or some rule book. So let's begin. I want to find a way especially to carry you over the latter stages of development where you started to see all that's wrong and you want to unplug and you can't sit with it. You can't make construction out of pain. You dilute your own soul almost trying. You feel so alone. You've been through all of the, the earlier stages. And there's an aspect of me having to go back in a time warp here. And I'm really glad that I, I keep journals and I keep notes and I write up ideas all the time and that I have my writing as well because it's acting as a benchmark for me to go back and experience the feelings that I know people are in. And there's a real feeling of aloneness and isolation in those later stages of being separate and misunderstood. And I, I remember when I was writing this book, I walked into a cafe in December 2018. It's probably one of the, the last episodes I did of writing in cafes because by January the following year I'd started to pull back because I realised what was happening in the world. And I was writing a book that would help me to be off-grid for the whole pandemic in a very homophobic, judgmental, small-minded, small fishing tank that sort of feel of the only gay in the village. And as I walked into the cafe to write, a woman looked up and actually snorted in my face because I was wearing a hat. And, and I can't remember what comment she made to her friends. And it's funny because it's the same hat I bought on my first weekend of college 25 years ago this week. And I sat opposite her and I wrote about her until she felt so uncomfortable and left. I wrote that there must be other people on the planet who would love to come and share the beauty of this space with me, the energy, create, live, who would not care about the hat snorters or the homophobia. And ironically, another cafe put up pride bunting this year. And there was an article in the local paper five years after my arrival here about how they hadn't done enough for pride in every other village hat. So sometimes just by existing and not needing validation, you create change. But you need to have reached this place inside and you need to have the ability to see it all, not change yourself, 
not react, just be. But you have to take it all through as well. And you can't have needs. And I think this is going to be a really big theme for this series. The word need. So in the description, I've gone for easy articles for you to dip into the topics. They're not the ones with the most depth or the most academic or maybe not even the most accurate, but they're accessible at a reading level. And I always try to do this when I when I share articles. I try to find what's easy for people to read and to navigate into. And I'll also share a link to the Infinite Mirror, which has started a lot of my thinking about what I've been doing on a kind of a fundamental level without really thinking about it or just without having a reference place to realise that there is a system out there that perhaps I'm following that I didn't realise I was following. But yes, I, I don't know exactly how we're going to do this series of podcasts. But what I need to show you is how to take the barriers out at each of those pivotal development levels and particularly for the people who were further on in the journey and how to become independent in their growth. I think that that's the part that's really lacking right now for everybody and I think that if many of the people who were sharing very dubious ideas were able to do that as well, they'd be a bit sort of, I think they'd be looking at themselves differently right now. But there's an inability in humanity as well to look at them with discernment. And that's what we really need to change. Because if, if they didn't have a following, it wouldn't matter what they were sharing. If you had the ability to question it and to critically assess people's motivations for things, you wouldn't follow many people. 